This is Seven Radio with John Askew and Simon Patterson, and this is a special episode um, of us talking about influential records, you know, going back into our individual histories uh, and our, our, the background relationship between us and trance. I think that's fair to say, do you think? Yeah. So what, what we've done is we've come up with eight questions, different tracks, um, and then I guess we just take it in turns to go through and talk about each one of those. So the first question is, what was the first electronic record you ever heard? Okay, well the first electronic record I ever heard was Jean-Michel Jarre Oxygen. And my parents used to play it all the time in um, the, the, the family room, the TV room at home. And I think, I think that album actually came out in 1975, which was the year I was born. Yeah, that was the first electronic album. And I remember seeing a concert of him on TV with his white gloves and the laser, the laser shit that comes up where he puts his glove over a laser and it causes a note to happen. So he'd be playing this almost virtual keyboard. Um, that's solid. <laughs> Okay, so what was the first electronic record you ever heard? <coughs> um, I reckon it was Underworld Res, or, or something by Underworld. That was the, I mean, when I was... You can't specify? Something by Underworld? I mean, Born Slippy Res, that era. That kind of been... What the fuck have you got going on in that corner? Should I turn it off? I mean, if you could, if you could perhaps turn it down, maybe? Sure. Um, what do you mean that era? I mean the era of like maybe when I was 17, 16. Yeah. And I was just growing, just coming out of school, you know, not really understanding. And the, you know, Born Slippy was played on the radio relentlessly. Yeah, I remember. So that was probably the first electronic record that I was introduced to from that. And then maybe Rez. I'm not sure what came first to be honest. Rez was definitely first. What it was? Yeah, Rez was like 1993, 1992 on uh, Junior Boy's own records. Cause, because Born Slippy was like yeah. the anthem of that summer that was... Um, 1996? Fucking, uh, what's the film? The uh, Trainspotting. Trainspotting. Yeah. So... 1996-ish. Yeah. So maybe it was Born Slippy then, but then I must have discovered Res after it from yeah. hearing of Underworld. So let's listen to Jean-Michel Jarre, Oxygen. And I'll go for Underworld Res.
This is Seven Radio with me, Sam Parson. And John Askew, and you just listened to uh, the first tracks we selected, Jean-Michel Jarre, Oxygen, and Rez. They were the first electronic records we were ever exposed to. So the next question is, what was the first trance record you heard that got you hooked on the genre uh, and talk about the effect it had on you? You go first. Mine was a Red Light District called Can You Hear Me or Did You Hear Me? I'm not sure what the title was. You didn't, you didn't have time to Google the correct <laughs> I think title. it was Did You Hear Me? Okay. But that doesn't really make sense to me. But I think it was Did You Hear Me? And Judge Jules played this when I was like maybe 18 years old. Relentlessly, he had two shows on Radio 1. One on Friday night and one on Saturday afternoon. And he used to just play this track every week for the whole summer when I was 18. And uh, this is the first time I bought decks from hearing this track. All the big Radio 1 festivals they did outside and this, this was the peak track of that summer. Um, and then from there, that was it for me. So what was what was going on in your life at the time? Just left, we, we just, just left school. Just left school, yeah. First time ever allowed to go away with my friends into London. Um, just getting into dance music and listening to Jules, Pete Tong, Carl Cox. But this was the one track that, you know, it made me go and buy decks to learn how to DJ. So the, really, this is the track that got you into DJ? Yeah. This is Red Light District, did you hear me? God, did you hear me? God, did you hear me? of God. Oh, we love our own houses. 
but it's time to fall in love with God's house, to fall in love with doing something for the house of God. I need at least a hundred of you listening now. The right men send $50 or more this week for the ministry itself, for the work of God, for the beautification of the house of God. And when you send something for God's house, God's was red light district can you hear me uh, simon's for the first trance record that you ever heard so um so this is we're talking about the first trance record you heard that got you hooked on the genre now i have to say i've got three different options for this couldn't pick one actually i've got four two of them were off this incredible there was this album or two two compilation albums called behind the eye volume one and volume two and they were um, on Sven Vath's label, IQ, which was a subsidiary label of Heart House, his label. And um, I can't remember if it was volume one or volume two, but there were two tracks on that album that just, or those albums that blew me away. Zion, No Fate, the No Fate 93 mix, and then Brainchild Sinfonica. But then also, you know, around that time, 1993, there was... I had this, you know, cassette of a Sasha live set and on there he was playing The Grid, Texas Cowboys and I, fuck, I really loved that record, it was so, so good. Um, but then also, 
there was a track called Four Voice Eternal Spirit. I used to go and see a DJ called Gail Samplay at Club UK in London, and she always used to end her sets with this track. It was amazing. And in fact, I think Oakenfold played it on his, uh, you know, amazing Goa Essential Mix. So I just struggled to choose which one out of those four, but I'm gonna I'm gonna go for Zion No Fate No Fate '93 mix, um, which is just sublime kind of sun coming up epic trance. Check this out. Next question is, what is your favorite trance record of all time? 
Um, again, a really tough one to come up with because it's it's a toss up between a second sign Eponema Girls, which is who's has always I've always said in many interviews is my favourite. But I have to say, um, Paul Van Dyke, tell me why the riddle, and it was the Vandit Club re-edit, and this version is not available anywhere other than on the Out There and Back vinyl. It wasn't on the it wasn't on the CD release of that. Yeah, the only place I have ever got it is from is from the vinyl, and actually I made a remix of it and had to rip it from vinyl and the. You know, the, the, obviously you're playing it off a of Technic and the fucking timing's all over the place. So lots of cutting up of audio to make that work. But I think it's fair to say both of us can say that Van Dyke was a huge, huge influence and an integral player in defining maybe who we are as DJs. And although what he plays now is, isn't really something I'm particularly into based on the last couple of times I've seen him play. But this track for me signifies Paul Van Dyke at his absolute best and this is just this 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 is everything. This track is fucking amazing. This is Paul Van Dyke. Tell me why the riddle uh, the Vandit Club re-edit.
That was Paul Van Dyke, Tell Me Why, The Riddle. Um, my favourite trance track is Plastic Boy called Silver Bath, which is uh, Mike Push under a different name. Mm -hmm. Heard this when I was, again, I don't actually know when this was, maybe 2006, 2005, you know, championed by Hallowell. Um, but I heard this before Hallowell because I was working for Jules um, doing his record. So I, I'd heard this track years ago, um, sorry, months before it came out, but I'd heard of Plastic Boy years ago and that was what prompted me to get into a and um, in London and move to Belfast to try and work in record labels because the track, he made a track, um, oh, I can't remember the name of it, I was thinking about it today and I don't even know what to Google because I did this last time and I couldn't what, find Jules it. made a track? No, Plastic Boy made a track. Oh, yeah. um, years ago, when I was like 19 years old, it prompted me to you know, trying to get into A&R. Um, so I was aware of Plastic Boy and then he came out with Silver Bath and it's just an epic trance track. Um, just this, the, the melody, the, the power of the movement of the, the bass is just so uplifting, it's epic. And even now, I, I still play this out and it's just, it's, there's nothing else I've ever heard. Really? That is just as just epic as that. It's just so, it's very simple. He just that mic push sound back then was just mm. epic. He was loads of delays and just, just, uh, just, you know, bass changes. Nice. I still play this now. It's something that, you know, I would dig out from time to time and just constantly goes up. It still sounds fresh. Yeah, here's Plastic Boy Silver Bath.
This is Seven Radio with uh, John Askew and Simon Patterson doing <coughs> a different kind of episode. We're just playing some of our favourite tracks or tracks that influenced us from um, our journey through electronic music from first getting it, into it right up to today. Uh, and we've got eight questions that we're going through and uh, asking each other. So Simon, what is your favourite electronic album of all time? And then pick a track from that album. My favorite track of all time is Sasha Expander um, from the album that was he mixed um, a global underground series, uh, which was on this album, um, and then it was released further on an e on a, a vinyl EP which I bought, um, and I'm sure it was part of his album that came out. But when I heard that global underground mix, you know, back in the day, it was just phenomenal. The track just even now stands out. And that album alone, you know, I was remember sitting there listening to that album thinking, you know, I don't even know what he's mixing. You know, it was just blending everything, all the progressive sounds were just blending into one. And it was just insane. And then this track came from nowhere and it was just, it's still, it's still one of the best tracks ever made for me. Um, and I don't, I have never heard a riff ever that beats it. No. I mean, it, the, the cascading delays yeah. in, the, yeah. in the riff just, this is really what trance is. Yeah. yeah and and it's, so many people try to replicate this and it, you can't. You can't, you can't. Yeah. And it's one of those tracks that you shouldn't even attempt to remix or anything. It no. would be sacrilege. Yeah. And that, yeah, off the Global Underground uh, mix compilation he did, which was, if you haven't listened to it, uh, I think it was Ibiza, Global Underground. It's the best mix compilation I ever heard. It holds a place in my heart because, you know, like I said, the mixing was insane. And I just thought to myself, this is how you DJ. I mean, this mixing is just, I can't even hear what he's mixing. And that's what made me think, to this day, like, that's how you have to mix. It's got to be flawless. This is Sasha Expander.
with Sasha Expander. John, what's your favorite electronic album of all time? And pick a track from that album. Definitely uh, CJ Boll and the Four Sign. This came out on RS Records in 1994, uh, a, a, a label from Belgium that was really pushing the boundaries of, of um, pioneering harder but still really accessible techno and CJ Bollum was at the forefront of that at the time and Sasha and Digweed were were and still are the gods for me but that's that's the basis of what I was listening to until I got into um, this album this album changed everything for me and got me into harder music you know it's, it's really kind of it's techno based but it has melodic elements and is very, very percussive. Lots of very fast tracks, lots of tracks around 154 BPM. While I, there are obvious tracks of the album to choose, like the big hits, like oh, they were hits at the time, like Kamag. Um, I'm going to choose something that's very industrial, very full on, um, and and it absolutely blows my mind. And actually, I've, I still occasionally end long sets with this track. This is off the album The Four Sign by CJ Bolliner and this is called Spring Yard.
CJ Bollen, Spring Yard, taken from his fourth Sign album. This is Seven Radio with Simon Patterson and John Askew. And now, Simon, what I want you to do, this is a uh, uh, an interesting one. Question number five is, we're going to pick our favourite track of each other's. So, of all the tracks you've released up till now, what's my favourite and vice versa? Okay. okay. Um... My favorite of yours is, you know, there's too many for me. I, I can't, I, last time I, we did this, when we talked about this, I said Raven, and then you know, I've, I've sort of changed. I mean, not people, can I talk about your new one? Yeah. Your new one, you've just done, which is signature, John Askew, you know, epic breakdown, epic track, um, you know, tr breakdown, an epic trance vibe, you're following on from sort of stress test stroke, smack remix you know that sound you know until you did that it's sort of gone now and you've brought it back and uh, you know hearing that from me again this makes me think you know that is what trance is missing this you know intense sound and only you do it um i don't know what your track name for that is but as for me i haven't heard anything as fresh sounding as that and i've, I've missed that sound I'm, obviously i love the fred baker remix of introspection i love raven I love a million stars, but I think the, the new one you've got is just when people hear it, you know, it's going to bring them back to that stress test era. And it, for me, it's better. You're making me blush. Um, all right. Well, I mean, this is miles in advance and probably a little bit too early to play, but I appreciate that, mate. And the track is called Recalibrate. Okay. And this is a small, very small clip of it. Cheers. Beyond this place of wrath and tears looms but the shadow of the shade. Yet the menace of the years finds and shall find me unafraid. It matters not how straight the gate, how punishment charged the scroll. I am the master of my fate. I am the captain of my soul.
That was John Askew recalibrate forthcoming on seven in January. Yeah. And now, what is your favourite track of mine? Well, this is a tough one actually. Again, I mean, I've got so many. Um, really, really tough. I mean, obviously, in the back back catalogue, you've got all the smacks and thumps and latikas that are just timeless records that really helped define who Simon Patterson is. But I have to say, when you started adding, I mean, you you always had quite a lot of psychedelic influences in your track, but if there's one record that I think bridges the um, gap between tech trance and side trance, but with a slight nod more towards tech, let's say, but it does it immaculately. And this record is, is one that I still play almost every set, and even though it's a couple of years old, it's got to be Apex. Um, there is one other track that I think is slightly better, but I'm actually going to choose that for one of my other questions later on. So, um, yeah, I mean, this, this record for me is absolutely perfect in every single way, sonically, um, the arrangement, the sounds that are used, the intensity. I mean, if, if, if ever you're playing in a club and you need to ramp it up a gear and you need to get the crowd fucking take them up six or seven levels, this is the record that I always pull out to um, to do that. So this is my favourite Simon Patterson track that's been released so far. This is Apex.
That was Simon Patterson, Apex. Um, now, Simon, this is an egotistical, <coughs> self-indulgent question. What is your favorite of your own productions? Hmm, I'd say for me, Dissolve is my favorite. That's the track that I've played the most. Um, Breakdown, you know, a, a lot of my tracks heavily influenced by Coldplay. <coughs> this track is one of those. Um, vocal phenomenal, catchy, riff not too obvious. Production for me, clean, tight, sounds great in the sound system, not too maxed. That just for me, I, I, I just have a feeling for this track that I don't for the others. So I, I oh, and I've played this more than a new on my other track, so it has to be Dissolve. I love Us from me too, and I love Latica, but you know, I've, I've sort of grown out of that sound so long ago that you know, Dissolve is where I'm at, or, or where I, my sound for vocal tracks is at, and I just have to pick that. Okay, <coughs> this is Simon Patterson, Dissolve.
Seven Radio with me, Simon Patterson, and John Askew discussing what our favourite productions of our own are. Um, John, what's your favourite production that you've made? You know, there have been so many that I like. There are definitely a lot that I go look back on and, and I really don't like anymore. I mean, as production standards and, and as production generally has evolved, there are some that just sound dated and, and don't cut it. But my favourite track of my own is definitely A Million Stars. Not just because of the track itself, which I just, everything in that track, there's nothing I look back on and think I would like to change. There's nothing I'd like to add. It's a, it's a good story. I like the arrangement. I love all the sounds that are in it. And I like, there's nothing I don't like about it. I know that it's, it's hard to talk about your own music in this way, but but also the story of where that came from, which was myself and um, three of my best friends were, were trekking in Patagonia in Argentina. And the riff came to me when myself and we, we, we had this night sleeping out on a sandbar in this incredible canyon, which was in a 360 arc was three or four days walk in any direction to get back to civilization. I mean, we were properly out there. And we had this one night which was so pristine. I've never in my entire life seen a sky like it. So Matt and I decided to just sleep out on this sandbar in just our sleeping bags. Everyone else was in their tents, but we literally just slept out and were staring at the sky. And it was just the cleanest, most pristine, epic sky you can see millions of stars and that's exactly where the influence of this record came yeah i'm going to choose that this is um, my track a million stars good choice
Okay, this is uh, John Askew and Simon Patterson on Seven Radio. That was A Million Stars, which was my choice for my favourite of my own productions in the past. So, um, Simon, in your opinion, what is the hottest trance record in the world right now? Well, this track is not released yet, so it's right now in my world. Um, Asterix and Freedom Fighters, Asterix being a complete hero of mine, um, a huge influence in me from the sec from the word go. Uh, no one for me as a producer is as good as him. He leads the way. Uh, did a track with Freedom Fighters collaboration, forthcoming on seven, finally finished, called Burning Stones. Uh, production is out of this world. Nothing. I mean, it just blows me away. I mean, I listen to this track and I think, man. I am light years away from being as good as this. It's just, it, this is what makes Psytrance. Every little tiny hit, it's, it's so clean. I don't know how they do it. Um, you know, amazing arrangement, interesting arrangement, you know, loads of different stories in one track. There's just, just nothing around like it. It must have taken them months to make this track. I mean, I know it did. Um, so this is Burning Stones. Uh, Asterix and Freedom Fighters collaborating forthcoming on 7. Asterix and Freedom Fighters, uh, Burning Stones, forthcoming, uh, released on 7 in early December. Um, and that was Simon Patterson's choice of what is the hottest trance record in the world right now. My choice, I have to say, um, a bit of, uh, a bit of uh, ego 
boosting here for you, Simon. Uh, but this is honest. I, I would say this if I was in a room with anyone else and they asked me this question. My choice is definitely your new single on seven again. It's almost like this is seven radio, isn't it? Yeah. Um, <clears throat> uh, this record is just <clears throat> unbelievable. Um, in an age of who's afraid of 138, you've taken it up to 144. And you, again, have taken awesome elements of um, tech, but with a predominantly Psytrance, full-on Psytrance vibe, um, with a little bit of heavy metal, with a little bit of everything. It's just, this is trademark, phenomenal Simon Patterson. And even though you only release two or three records a year, this is fucking seriously well worth the wait. This actually would have been the answer to the other question that I, where I talked about Apex. Um, this would have been my favorite track of yours of all time, but I wanted to use this for the answer to this question. So in my opinion, what is the hot, hottest trance record in the world right now? It's Simon Patterson, Roll the Credits, which is out on the 13th of November on 7. Check this shit out. But one thing I'm not, darling, is insane. I'm 100% normal. <laughs> record in the world right now uh, in my opinion that was Simon Patterson roll the credits which is out on 7 on the 13th of November so be sure to bag yourself a copy when that comes out nearing the end of tonight's episode of 7 radio we've got one more question to ask each other so Simon I'm gonna ask you this who is the hottest trans producer of tomorrow and what one record do you feel shows off his signature sound perfectly? My favorite trance producer 
of tomorrow or or at the moment is uh, Sonic Species, side transproducer um, and DJ to be honest. You know, I was introduced to him from Magnus a couple of months ago, maybe a year ago. Uh, and I've heard of Sonic Species before, but I never really sort of paid much attention to, I've heard of his productions and stuff, I'd seen them. And, but I, he played me a set uh, that he'd done and it was just, you know, it, it changed me as how, the style of side trance I want to play. And, I'm pushing. It was the best set I've heard for years. Just full on, like just not relentless. And most of the stuff he played was edits that he had done or his own productions. Um, so I hit him up, and you know he sent me a whole load of stuff up front. And there's one particular track that I actually don't even have a name for it, but I know it's a collaboration between him and Faders. And I'm not even sure if it's out because he gave me this quite up front. But I played this pretty much every set for the last six to seven months pretty much every set it's acid mayhem full on 143 <clears throat> production so wide so fat just clean proper proper this was my influence for you know roll the credits that sort of driving bass um and the percussion is really tight but um again i don't know the name to this but it's sonic and faders definitely collaborating um and it probably isn't out yet but here's here's a clip of it um joe Again, who is Sonic? If you get a chance to hear this guy DJ, go to the SoundCloud page and check out some of his sets. Just different level.
Science Sonic Species and Faders collaborating on a track. Uh, now, John, in your opinion, who is the hottest trans producer of tomorrow on um, what one record do you feel shows off his signature sound? Again, there's so many great people out there at the moment that it was hard to pick just the one, but I'm going to go for Alex DiStefano. I think he, this guy is incredible. Um, and I know both you and I have been massive fans of his from back when he was just a tech, just pure techno, uh, when he was a techno producer, but now he's branched into trance. Uh, he does tech trance and uplifting trance, you know, better than 99.9% .9 of the trance producer community. His records are always amazing and even though a lot of them are at 133 BPM and I pitch them up to 140, they don't lose any power, they don't lose any bottom end, they're just, he, he's fucking amazing, he's absolutely incredible. <clears throat> it was really hard to choose which record, because there are so many and they're all so good. The remix that he did for uh, Gareth Emery was insane, um, but I'm going to have to go for What's the Catch, which came out recently on Carnage. I've been playing this record relentlessly all through the summer festival season. I love this record so much. I love Alex DiStefano's music so much that I can't think of a better track to end tonight's show with. This is Alex DiStefano, What's the Catch, which came out on Carnage. And this is John Askew and Simon Patterson saying goodnight. Good night.